You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Pete is joining us on the line. Good morning to you, Pete. Good morning, Declan. I'm socially distant from you. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. That's what we're trying at the moment anyway, and uh, we've got some advice on it. So there you go. It's good to talk to you on the phone, and we're going to talk about crufts. And I know you've been very critical in the past about breeding dogs uh, that makes the dogs actually unwell or is unnatural to them just because uh, breeders and people and humans like them bred in a certain way, and then they get prizes for it. So tell us about this year well this year the overall winner of the best in show was a a, a, a dachshund and um, I've talked a lot about in the past brachycephalic dogs that's dogs like pugs and bulldogs and so on because they have such extremely flat faces they can't breathe properly and in actual fact at Crufts this year a lot of the dogs of those breeds that were there were much more moderate so the campaigning has, has made a difference but now that what's happened is a dachshund one, so the spotlight moves and we're saying, well, what's the story about dachshunds? Um, because the likelihood is they'll become much more popular now because everybody's seen this winner and that she's the most lovely dog. The thing about dachshunds is that what, what's unusual about them is they've got very long bodies and short legs. And what that means is that they've got a much higher incidence of sore back. And what that specifically means is something called intervertebral disc disease, what most people refer to as a slipped disc. And what research shows is that the risk of a slipped disc in Dachshunds is over 10 times higher than other dog breeds. And at least one-fifth of all Dachshunds, that's one in five of them, has problems with a sore back in their lifetime. Um, and the, the age of onset of disease is usually five to seven years. And some, some particular types of Dachshund are more common than, to, to get this than other, other kinds. So it's really important that people realize these things before they go and consider getting one of these lovely little dogs. And the one uh, that won, um, did it win because it was abnormal? No, well, you see, basically, how you win Crofts is that you, as a dog, you most closely fit the breed description that's issued by the Kennel Club. So the, and that's the point here, is that the Kennel Club breed description of a Dachshund means having a very long back. And if you have a very long back, then that predisposes you to get a slip disc. And that, that really is the issue here. And the, the focus is wrong. The focus should be entirely on everything that goes towards good health. It shouldn't be towards aspects of a dog which contribute to making them actually sick. And um, that's, the, that's the issue. Now, having said all this, the, the Dachshund Breed Council, they have got, a, cam, got, got, a, got a, a strategy to try to reduce the incidence of back problems, and that involves having, uh, going through a screening program, and breeders of these dogs are meant to go through a breeding, uh, screening program whereby they only breed from dogs that have been x-rayed to make sure they haven't got the early signs of, of, of disc disease. And that's all very well. The problem is that very, very few breeders are actually doing this now because it's such a new idea. And, and skeptics would say, well, look, for goodness sake, just make the dog's back shorter. Don't worry about the details of x-rays. It's obvious they're getting this problem because their backs are much too long. Because look at the shape of them. They don't look normal. 
Right. So how should we view Crufts as a celebration or should we be critical or even now, saying it shouldn't happen or it should be no, no, reformulated? Well, my, my view would be that the, it should be viewed as a celebration that needs to be tweaked because many of the dogs that win are genuinely wonderful specimens of very healthy individual dogs. And, um, you know, it would be sad to, to, to lose that side of it. I mean, I know, I know there are skeptics out, skeptics out there who would say that um, there's about 30 dog and cat breeds that you can't justify on welfare grounds because of the, the conformation, because of the shape and size and appearance of them, about 30 breeds. But that still means there are over 150 different breeds that are wonderful animals that people can choose from. So the, the real hardliner campaigners would like to ban those 30 breeds. That's just not going to happen. But I think that people who are buying dogs... And indeed, I think the Kennel Club, who are showing dogs, they should look very hard at those 30 breeds and say, on welfare grounds, can we really still continue to celebrate? You know, can we celebrate if, if these animals are so prone to illness? Indeed. Okay, fair enough. Mm. So there you go. Okay. Uh, anything else in the, in the news? I mean, dogs don't get the coronavirus, sure they don't. Uh, and cats. Well, no, that, that's an important point. There, there was one dog in, in Hong Kong which, which was found to... To, to be have a weak positive to the virus, but the point about it, what people need to know is, um, pets are no different to, I suppose, other objects around the house like door handles and tables and so on. They're not actually, they, they may act as a transient vector for the virus if your house is infected. So if you actually are sick yourself, you should distance yourself, socially distance yourself from your pet. You know, you should ask somebody else to do the looking after the pet. You shouldn't pet them a lot. You shouldn't kiss them and so on. You, you, you should treat them as you would any other object in the house. You should just stay in your own space without contact with other objects. Very good. Um, Got to leave it there, please. Thank you very okay. much indeed.